Hey, this is Sandy McPadden, and you're listening to WTF. What's the function? Reinforcement. What is reinforcement? Well, it's something that follows a behavior that increases the likelihood of that behavior happening again in the future. So when we talk about the ABCs, antecedent, behavior, consequence, reinforcement is a C, or consequence. Now, there are two kinds of reinforcement, and before I say what they are, I want you to know that we're in math class today. All we're doing is simple math, plus and minus, add and subtract. Okay, reinforcement. It comes in two flavors, positive and negative. Positive is when we add something, and negative is when we take something away. But both flavors of reinforcement increase the likelihood of that behavior happening again under similar circumstances. So positive reinforcement, it increases behavior. Negative reinforcement, it also increases behavior. There is no good or bad, only subtract or add. I feel like someone more creative could create a schoolhouse rock out of this with good rhymes. I'm just not that cool. This brings me to something sort of important. For those who say, positive reinforcement training doesn't work, that sentence physically isn't possible. Positive reinforcement isn't a style of training that works or doesn't work. Positive reinforcement means that a behavior was increased or strengthened by adding something. Now, if what you added wasn't reinforcing to the animal, that doesn't mean that the science is wrong. That means you haven't found something, somewhere, someone, or some activity that is reinforcing for that animal. Positive reinforcement has become synonymous with force-feeding cookies, and unfortunately, that leaves out so many opportunities. Think of reinforcement as a verb, not a noun. Told you you were going to school today. What can function as a reinforcement is limitless and sometimes seems ass-backwards. Let's test ourselves, shall we? My dog has been reluctant to come in from the backyard when I call her, so I started to give her a piece of boiled egg when she does come in. Is this positive reinforcement? You have no idea because I haven't even told you if she comes in more now with the egg or if she's still blowing me off just the same. I'm attempting to use positive reinforcement to get her to come in when I call, but until I see a change in her behavior by collecting data, I'm just giving my dog egg when she does come. Now, if she starts coming inside more consistently, then I'm using positive reinforcement. Now, if she eats my egg when she comes in, but she isn't listening any better than before, I don't get to cry, positive reinforcement doesn't work. I need to realize that what I chose to function as a reinforcement, egg, failed, and I need to figure out something else. So how do you know what will function as a reinforcement? A test, obviously, science. There are two things that can help you figure out what will function as a reinforcement for your animal today. A preference assessment and a reinforcer assessment. See, we can test all sorts of things and use science instead of guessing. Here's the quick and dirty on the two. A preference assessment says, what do you like better, peas or broccoli? A reinforcer assessment asks you if you're willing to work for peas or broccoli. Just because I like a nickel more than a penny does not mean I'm going to work for a nickel an hour. You feel me? So positive reinforcement. You sit, I give you a treat. And if it's a treat you like, in the future, you're more likely to sit again. Or if you station, I'll open that door and give you access to the exhibit. If that's where you wanted to go, then you're more likely to station in order to gain access to your exhibit outside. Positive reinforcement is quicker to grasp. Negative reinforcement. Are there any dog trainers listening? You've probably heard about constructional aggression treatments, or CAT. This is a method working with a dog who displays aggressive behaviors towards other dogs. In short, the aggressive dog is exposed to another dog. 
When the aggressive dog shows any decrease in those unwanted behaviors, the other dog is removed. So the aversive is removed in order to increase the likelihood that those unwanted behaviors decrease. Kind of wonky. For my zoo friends, a recently published study looked at the use of negative reinforcement to train petting zoo sheep to act like petting zoo sheep. No matter how cool we think we are, sometimes animals just don't agree. While the use of negative reinforcement can cause a stir among trainers, this example was cool to me because the aversive stimulus being removed was the trainers. The Jacob sheep didn't want to be near the trainers, so they had sheep in a petting zoo that found humans aversive. So not only did they not want to be pet, they didn't even want to be near people. The quick and dirty of the study, criteria were predetermined. Think of this as your training plan. So criteria looked something like starting with facing the trainer and then moving toward the trainer and then standing within three meters, one and a half meters, one meter, all the way to being able to be brushed. Once the criteria was met, the trainer clicked and walked away. Negative reinforcement. They themselves were aversive to the animal. When the animal met their criteria, they removed themselves, which was reinforcing to the animal and increased the likelihood of that animal moving toward them in the future. Wild, right? We don't have to make training complicated. Their behavior shows us what is reinforcing and what is a punishment. Sometimes we just don't want to see it. Similar procedures are being used in animal shelters. We know that two behaviors that are indicators of an animal being adopted from a shelter are reciprocating play and the dog approaching the front of the kennel when a person comes up. So in situations where humans are aversive to these shelter dogs, think the dog sitting and cowering in the corner, they would similarly use negative reinforcement to shape those dogs to approach the front instead. They set criteria much like the sheep study, beginning with looking at the trainer, then facing the trainer, moving toward the trainer. When criteria was met, the trainer would walk away, eventually training these dogs to approach the kennel front when humans walked up. Negative reinforcement. We removed ourselves in order to increase the likelihood of a dog approaching the front in the future. The science of behavior is the coolest. The most important thing to remember is that reinforcement, no matter the kind, increases or strengthens a behavior. If you aren't seeing that behavior increase, it's not being reinforced, no matter how hard you're willing it to. If you have any questions or you have a topic you want covered, shoot me an email at sandymcpadden at gmail.com or slide into my DMs. Just search my name, Sandy McPadden. Have fun, be kind, and always ask yourself, what's the function? 